Welcome to the Optimal You podcast. This is pharmacist Steve Ersfeld. Grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 14 of the Ersfeld Pharmacy Optimal You podcast. I'm your host, pharmacist Steve Ersfeld. The goal of the Optimal You podcast is to have a visit with providers and others in the healthcare industry in our area and beyond that provide services that might be helpful to you in your journey to becoming the Optimal You. If you listen all the way to the end of the podcast, I have a special offer for you as a gift for taking the time to listen. So please, please listen to the very end if you would, please. Um, Today's guest is family nurse practitioner, Megan Geetson. Before we start our visit with Megan, I'd like the listeners to know that this podcast provides general information and a discussion about health and health-related subjects. The information provided in this podcast is not intended or should not be construed as medical advice nor is the information a substitute for professional medical expertise or treatment. So a little background on our guest, Megan. Uh, Megan graduated from University of Mary in 2017 with a doctorate in science of nursing. She has been a primary care practitioner for the last five years, treating acute and chronic conditions, including dermatology conditions. Megan is a certified family nurse practitioner through the American Academy of Nurse Practitioners, She's a member of the Dermatology Nurses Association and North Dakota Nurse Practitioner Association. She's been working in the medical field in Dickinson since 2007 and received her bachelor's in nursing in 2007 from Dickinson State University. Go Blue Hawks. Um, (laughs) Megan enjoys spending free time with her family, golfing and traveling. And I know you're going to tell us a little bit about yourself, but talk about golfing. Are you... uh, Tell me about your golf game. Yeah. Oh, it's really not a game anymore. <laughs> so when I was young, our high school team started a golf league my senior year. And my dad is a great golfer. My dad's whole family are great golfers. And so he signed me and my sister up and we went for it. And there's not a lot of girl golfing, women's golfing scholarships out there. So I kind of developed the game went to a community college for a year and I was playing at Pebble Beach. Well, it's called Black Horse, which is right next to Pebble Beach for with one of our um, tournaments and Dickinson State was there and they recruited and I got to come around and and uh, visit the city and you know, according to all of the other cities that I was visiting at the same time, this one at least had some fast food in a mall. So, so I chose this one and, and it was kind of cool because coach Daniels at the time, um, you know, called up Marianne Marsh, who's the director of nursing and was like, can we get her in this next year? They were able to. And so I signed on right then, <laughs> but yeah, not, not the greatest golf game anymore. <laughs> you a golf athlete though. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. It was really fun. Yes. It was a good time in our lives. It just got us in the right direction, you know? <laughs> Well, thank you so much for taking the time to join the podcast today. And I, I know I gave a little bit of a more probably a little bit of a sterile bio of, of uh, who you are, but can you kind of give us a little bit of more background into your journey into your profession and, and where you're at now? 
Yeah, absolutely. And and thanks again for having me and um, sharing all of that about me. That was really nice. So I started my career in family practice at Sanford East and Dickinson, um, developed a love of helping people with chronic diseases and developing treatment plans for them, um, which included modern medicine. And then I started to develop my love with functional medicine, um, which was easy for me since I had you and your team down the hall. Um, I tried to, you know, pick your brains as much as possible every chance I got basically. And so um, I believe it was the first time that I really started getting into um, some of the things that I practice and am passionate about now is when you approached me to go to um, Nashville for the um, E4M uh, seminar or conference. And um, and that was really what kind of drove the rest of my career there. Well, that's that's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah, Very lucky. We do miss having you down the hallway. We know that you're <laughs> a couple blocks up the hill. So it's yeah, not too far still, but definitely a little more of a jog. Yeah. <laughs> so what drove you to the nursing profession and how did, how did you know that you wanted to be a nurse practitioner? Yeah, that, so as you mentioned, I um, graduated with nursing in, in 2007 and it wasn't in, wasn't until 2014 that I actually ended up going back to um, graduate school. So, but during all of that time, like I, I just knew that I wanted to kind of continue on, whether from a bedside nurse, whether, you know, that was nurse practitioner role, or, um, I was actually looking into being a CRNA as well, you know, but I've always been that helper. I've always been that friend or that family member that just wants to help. So, um, nursing came naturally to me. Um, and as a bedside nurse, I loved making a difference in the worst days of people's lives. Um, I worked mostly in the ICU and ER, which are very scary times for people. So I loved when I could, make people relax and have a sigh of relief. You know, I could explain that treatment plan better than some of the doctors because you have more time obviously with those people. Um, but I just love seeing that face of the patients and their family members, just knowing that they were in good hands, knowing somebody, um, understood what was happening with them. Um, and you know, sometimes that's all it takes is just somebody to listen and somebody to talk. So I noticed that I found pride in that as a nurse. And I felt that I could make more of a difference by continuing on with that degree. So I got lucky and got in at University of Mary. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, my, my youngest daughter, Grace, I think you yeah. seen her time or two. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually just finished her one-year RN degree at South Dakota State. And yes, that's so cool. Yeah. So it's it always amazes me how people are, you know, I went into nursing right before, um, oh gosh, what was it back then? In 2009, before... Um, SARS, SARS came out and, and it always amazed me. It's amazing to me now how people are going in after COVID. They're still going into the healthcare industry, especially with everybody, you know, that mass exit of healthcare providers. And, and it's amazing to me. I feel like the, those people are, are very, very brave and, you know, have that courage to go in despite all of this. (laughs) Right. You know, SARS is nothing compared to what COVID was. So I remember when I went into it, it was barely anything at that point. So it always amazes me when people are going in after COVID. <laughs> that, that is, it is kind of, uh, they are brave. You know, you got to be brave. I, I would say so. I mean, I kind of relate it to a little bit like, you know, the military, you know, you're, you're going in after, you know, all of the, the trauma and the loss and all of that stuff. And, and I feel like it's kind of, you know, very similar in this aspect where you're going into uncharted waters and, you know, really, really stepping forward. So good job, Grace. <laughs> we have uh, people still entering, like you said, too. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's really cool. 
Yeah. So you are, uh, you now practice up at Urban Unwind, which is the old hospital in in Yeah. And okay. some of the areas um, I know that we uh, that you list on your website. I went onto your website. I always get on the website, poke around, see what's going on. Yeah, um, yeah, it's great. We just updated that website, so all of it should be good and new. Videos on it is very nice. Yeah, right? it is. Wow. It's nice. So some of the things that um, I saw that you do that are 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 interesting and things that we kind of dovetail in with, obviously hormone replacement therapy. Uh, weight loss, dermatology. You want to kind of touch on some of those areas and what you're doing, how you're helping your patients? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, during my practice with family medicine, I noticed a lot of our patients want more, you know, our community needs more than just modern medicine as that solution. Um, the most patients don't want just medication to help, you know, they want the why of the disease, the prevention of the disease, um, how to improve their lives with both functional and traditional medicine. Um, a lot of my patients have felt unheard and failed with, um, modern medicine. And that's kind of what led me into this path. You know, I, like I said before, I really take up pride in being able to explain treatment plans and being able to put them together with patients and, um, some of those things that I've been able to incorporate was that hormone replacement therapy. Um, we do that dermatology, weight loss, and chronic pain. Um, so the, um, you know, hormone replacement therapy, I'll just touch on a little bit. It's a normal stage of aging. I get that a lot. Like, Oh, my, my primary provider checked all my levels and they were low, but they're supposed to be low for menopause. Well, yes, yes, they are supposed to be low for menopause and andropause, but that doesn't have to come at a cost. You know, it's a cost of our relationships, a cost of our mental health, our physical appearance, our relationships, again, um, our sleep, our, um, you know, our genital health, basically. I mean, it comes at a cost. And so there are many studies out there that prove the safety of hormones and its effectiveness on our long-term health. Um, you know, they're saving, they're saving grace really when it comes to improving lives. And, it's, it's unfortunate that modern medicine really has put a huge X on hormone replacement therapy and not providing that support for their patients, because it really is a great adjunct, you know, it's not a cure of any means, and that's not the point of it. It's just, um, helping with that longevity of their lives and, and, um, you know, really satisfaction. Yeah. It's um, it's helped a great deal. Yeah. Kind of interesting. I was just at a, at a national conference, uh, couple of weeks ago and Pam Smith, I don't know, Pam spoke at your conference. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a, she had a new um, talk on hormone replacement therapy and um, psychiatry. So looking at uh, mental health and depression and anxiety and all the different hormones and a study showing that they can be effective adjuncts to help patients through those times as well. So yeah, balancing, balancing hormones is huge. Yeah. You know, I see, I see a lot of people in their perimenopausal phase all the way through postmenopausal phase. Um, I see a lot of men who, you know, just don't have that drive anymore. And modern medicine came up with this really crazy number of having a testosterone of below 300 in order to replace. And really, I mean, men should be up in that at least 700 to 800 range, you know, and, and it's amazing to me how, um, we're just okay with that. You know, we're just okay. And although aging is beautiful and, you know, all of that good stuff, this also has a lot of benefits to help prevent osteoporosis, to help prevent, um, cardiovascular disease. It's, it's pretty amazing at the things that it helps prevent, you know, chronic urinary tract infections. Lots of my older ladies come in 
with that issue. And it's amazing how just putting a little estrogen on board helps solve that, you know, and, um, and that's, that's a huge quality of life issue right there. So, um, it has been, it has been amazing. And, you know, we individualize treatment plans as well with, with you and your team, you know, we're pretty lucky to have that resource right there. So, um, you know, I call you guys at the drop of a hat to make sure that we're doing everything right. So it's not just me on my own, you know, I, I definitely have a team and resources and support and, um, you know, I treat my patients, I don't treat the numbers. So if you're coming at me with many complaints that, you know, go towards a low estrogen, go towards a low testosterone, well, we're going to help them replace it. And we're going to see if that works for you. You know, it's individualized. So awesome to have that uh, as, as one of the providers in our community that is willing to, to go out and do that for them. So yeah, I have noticed it is kind of, um, you know, it's a different avenue and, and create enemies with that as well. And it's, and it's too bad that some people aren't just open-minded to that because there are different, and I'm not, we're not curing anything, right. We're just, like you said, adjunct medications that help improve quality of lives, which is what we're about. So I think uh, over the course of the years, so we've been um, working with practitioners for 24 years with hormone replacement therapy. So you um, learn to develop uh, large shoulders and uh, because there are going to be providers that, that maybe don't know enough about what, what you do or what we do you know, to help our patients. And don't care them. to know enough, you know, it's fine if you don't want to practice it, but you don't have to um, downplay it as well. You know, yeah. it's unfortunate, yeah. but yeah, but during, during that as well, you know, kind of moves into my next role too, is um, I've really developed a huge passion for weight loss management. Um, I noticed a lot of providers in our area are just scared to treat obesity with any of anything other than, you know, eat less and move more strategy. And, and it doesn't work, you know, it just doesn't work. And um, obesity is a multifactorial disease and it needs to be recognized and treated as such. And it's a shame. It's really a shame that we're not, although we treat primary prevention, we're not really practicing primary prevention by treating some of those diseases that start as obesity. Um, you know, for, for an example, right now, there is a medication out called Monjaro that's only approved for type two diabetes. And it is, has been shown to do drastic, I mean, gastric bypass potential in patients for obesity as well. Um, and it's, it's a shame it's not indicated for obesity yet. And so we haven't had gotten our hands on it for long-term use for obesity patients, but everybody who has tried it has just done well. It's a no brainer. There's very little side effects with it, but again, we're at the mercy of big farm and, and whether or not they'll approve it for certain conditions. So, um, I, because of that, I've, I've started to join a couple of obesity management, um, or obesity medicine associations as well. And, and trying to get on those advocacy committees and, and go to our legislatures for that, because, you know, treating, treating that chronic disease, it needs to be addressed in the same fashion as any other chronic disease before it leads to more chronic diseases, you know? So, um, I'm doing my best at advocating for that, but that's also something that I treat and, and work my very hardest every day for my patients. So, you know, yeah. I think when we look at, uh, because we are at epidemic rates in our, in our, uh, country, but you know, when we look at even COVID and, and who are the patients that were more susceptible to really getting harmed from that. And that, that would be our patients that are real sick, our patients that are obese and, and the elderly. So, you know, we can, we can have influence on a couple of those. We can, obviously can't age, we can't uh, turn that thing around, but the other two we definitely can have influence on. So that's Absolutely. awesome. 
you know, that's one of my appeals actually to insurance companies that, um, you know, COVID and obesity have high risk of mortality. And if we're, if we're not providing these medications for these people, then we're just increasing their risk for mortality. And, and it's amazing how many denials I get back with those letters, but working at changing it. (laughs) Yeah. So, so dermatology, that's kind of a big area that you've kind of latched on to, you know, we don't have a lot, I, I don't, do we have even dermatologists come to our community at this point? We don't anymore. No. Um, Dr. Kornatzer, I believe was the last one to come to our community. And, um, and that was when he was with Sanford and that was probably a good six, seven years ago. So um, yeah, we have definitely um, brought that in as our main focus, you know, um, our community, like you said, lacks the attention to dermatology services. And although we do have a lot of primary providers who are doing those biopsies, not a lot are doing those yearly screenings, you know, um, basically patients are just coming in and saying, like, I've got this concerning mole here. Can you take a look at it? Nobody's stripping them down and looking from head to toe. And I could be wrong, but, um, that's what we have decided to start focusing on, you know, a lot of primary prevention. So, um, getting those people in for their yearly screenings, biopsying those concerning lesions, referring off to dermatology, if we need to, um, we're very proud to say that we've caught about 60 plus cancers, um, and a handful of melanomas since offering those services in April. So, you know, definitely life-changing and just from doing, you know, a good head to toe examination, um, we, you know, it takes about a year and a half to get into dermatology in Bismarck. And that's just for screenings, you know, that's just for new patients and new concerns and even established patients. It takes a good year to get into. So by us being able to do those, that, that, you know, leg work. So doing those screenings, doing the dirty work, getting, getting those biopsies, seeing if it's anything concerning. And then if it is, I mean, we can get you into Bismarck dermatology within a month or two, you know, for them to, to do their treatment plans. So um, it has been a great asset to our community, you know, not having to drive up to Bismarck for take a whole day off for, for that simple um, appointment. And, and we're lucky because we do take a whole hour to perform our head to toe assessments. Um, you know, a good half hour of that is spent looking at every single mole, every single spot on your skin with our dermatoscopes, which is like a microscope that we can see up close. Um, and then the other half of the visit we use treating and, and biopsying and, and doing what we can to help. Um, so yeah, it's been, we've been blessed with that amount of time. You guys are busy up on the hill. We are, we are. And we like, we love what we do. I mean, Kelsey, Kylan, the owner and other nurse practitioner of mine, we, we like to be aggressive and we like to go for it. So, you know, procedures are our thing. So we like to do it. Yeah. There's no waiting in our game. So what else? I know, I know you do, um, some, uh, infusion therapies. Um, what, mm-hmm. what else, what else is going on up at the, up at the urban? Oh home? gosh. Yeah. Well, as far as what the RS nurse practitioners do, we offer, um, different procedures and treatment plans for chronic pain as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, um, trigger point injections, joint injections. We can use steroids, pain relievers. Um, we also do PRP, which is, um, platelet rich plasma. So I draw your blood and I spin it down, getting that plasma, um, that is full of platelets that help, you know, help to rejuvenate tissues. Um, and I just re-inject that into either joints and, and it's been pretty amazing at the progress that these joints go through. Um, I've had a couple of shoulders, knees, ankles, um, hands for rheumatoid arthritis and, and patients are drastically improving with just their own body fluid. You know, they can, they can heal themselves. It just has to be redirected. And, um, I've had a a lady who is 
undergoing some surgery on both shoulders, but I've just started re-injecting her um, one of the shoulders with PRP. And we've done about three, no, four, four injections so far. And um, her orthopedic surgeon said that that shoulder is looking great. Most shoulder or most surgeons like at least the PRP benefit um, because it does bring good blood flow to the area. So healing is going to be much faster if surgery is necessary. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a win-win other than insurance won't cover it. (laughs) So it is a cash pay, but of course insurance don't cover, they don't cover anything really. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Yeah, Yeah. it is. It's sad. It's sad. When do you think think that worm is going to turn and we're going to get them to Not in our lifetime, unfortunately. (laughs) Oh, dang it. I I don't know. Do you, what do you think? (laughs) I don't know. I, I am wondering if, um, I'm wondering if, if people are, the demand is going to be there and you're going to, you're going to get different insurance policies where people are going to be, I want, you know, preventative care. I don't want just, you know, your standard healthcare. I want preventative care, or maybe mm-hmm. I want to just carve that out and have a separate. Yeah. And that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. It would be amazing. That's for sure. Yeah. You know, when, when medicine went through this whole, um, we have to be transparent with the EMR systems, you know, so electronic medical records, we, everything has to be able to be seen for the patient. Well, and I feel that kind of lacks in the insurance world. And that's really where we need transparency is there. You know, most of our complaints, most of our patient complaints are with the insurance. It's not with us, you know, and, and most of providers, I can't speak for everyone, but most providers are out there to do good and yep. don't want to do any harm. And so um, it's very rare that it's us being the issue with transparency. <laughs> so yeah, kind of unfortunate, but, but so yeah. You have a, a spa up there, an aesthetic spa in our community. Mm. What, what does that mean for patients and what, what, uh, what areas have you seen to be most successful or most popular, I guess? Oh man, I think it really just depends on that patient. You know, everything we have to offer helps our clients and patients improve their quality of life. You know, that's really what we focus on. Not only on the outside, you know, we have services to help with the outside, um, Mm -hmm. toxins, fillers, acne treatments, lasers, facials, all of those things, but it helps on the inside too. You know, it helps with self-esteem. You start feeling better with your skin. You're going to feel better and, um, inside as well, self-care and self-love so far. It's, it's amazing. Um, and it's amazing what a simple IV infusion will do. You know, you mentioned that we do IV treatments and, and you can pick from an array of offers that we have. Um, but they're probably hands down one of our more popular services. You know, it's an easy procedure. You get to relax in a nice massage chair for a little bit. It's, it's pretty nice, but, but we also help, you know, our clients improve the quality of lives of their lives too, by helping with chronic diseases, like I mentioned before. So, um, Kelsey and I also help with, um, autoimmune diseases and chronic pain with your low dose naltrexone protocol. Um, and I know you've touched on that before in your podcast, so I won't go too much into that, but I have noticed, um, just life-changing results with just that alone. You know, it's not, it's not an adjunct. It's not going to take away that pain hundred percent, but it, it is amazing how people can live their lives. You know, they're not, they're not just, um, you know, a prisoner to their pain, how they can do such a good job with that. So, but I think one of the other things that we really focus on there is providing a judgment free and relatable atmosphere for people, you know, not one concern isn't enough for us. We will do whatever we possibly can, um, to, to treat you and to hear you, you know, like we said before, like a lot of people just don't feel heard, um, in modern medicine. And that's really what we pride ourselves on is getting to sit down and do that with you. 
You know, I can only imagine, you know, sitting down with your patient for a half hour, an hour, and just visiting with them. Um, I, I'm going to assume you hear the comment that hasn't happened in a long time. <laughs> 100%. I get that all of the time. And, and really, that is when I came over, I really discussed it with Kelsey and Marlena, our owners, that that's what patients want. And what they need, you know, they need someone to help invest in their self-care. And that's what we're about over at Urban & Wine. We want to invest and so invest in yourself and your self-care. And, and really that's, that's what we can do when your bucket's full, then everybody else's can be full too, you know? Wow. So, um, so how do, how do people find you? Where, where, where do they find you? I mean, how how do you schedule? Well, like you said, we're, yeah, we're over at the old hospital. So, um, not too hard to find. We're right where that old women's clinic used to be. It also used to be an oncology clinic a long time ago. Um, so, so we're pretty easy to find. We have our own door that goes into it. So right on that area, it just says urban and wind and there's that door. So pretty easy to find. Um, you can also visit our website at urbanandwinespa.com and that has, um, all of our services and, um, you know, a little questionnaire boxes and how to get a hold of us. Um, we do free consults with our nurses as well. So if you're looking into toxins, um, a personalized uh, skincare package, you know, fillers, anything really, any of our lasers, you can come in for a free consult and they'll talk to you about that, which is super awesome. Oh, um, and then of course, Kelsey and I, you can make a visit with us and we do insurance. Um, so we take a lot of insurances, Medicare, Blue Cross, um, Sanford and Medica is what we take at the moment. Um, and so you can always come in and, and talk with us and, and see what we can offer you. Yeah. Awesome. So do you do virtual visits at all? We are going to go into that. So, um, you know, it's been an insurance issue at this point. We haven't been getting great feedback on what our reimbursement is going to be. Um, but we have, we are looking into that for this new year. So, um, you know, we love that we can invest our time. Like you said, like most of our visits are that 60 minutes um, with 30 minute being follow-up visits, but we love investing in that time and seeing face-to-face people. But, you know, of course that's not always feasible, you know, especially in our COVID world now and, and with the winter roads and all of that. So we do want to make that an option. Um, So hopefully this next year, this next calendar year, we'll get on that and we'll, we'll definitely put that on our social media. So people know. Yeah. We've seen that uh, with COVID just change that, that. Yeah. And it is, it's great. You know, a lot of our things, like, I don't know if I mentioned before, we, we also offer medical marijuana. Kelsey Kylan offers that for, for chronic pain and, you know, specific diseases and conditions that have been um, qualified for the state. And that would be a great option. You know, it is really just a face-to-face visit talking about, um, you know, history, everything that they've tried before and leading to this, you know, kind of last resort in most people's minds. Um, and so, you know, a chronic or the virtual visits would be perfect for that. Yeah. Well, yeah. your tool bag is immense, man. You've got tons <laughs> of tools at your disposal. That's just. It um, is fun. Awesome. Yeah. We love what we do. We're very blessed. <laughs> awesome for the community. So I'm going to, I'm going to end this with uh, one last question for you. For sure. um, and I'd like to ask this to, to different practitioners. So if someone made one change to improve their health um, today, what change would you recommend for them? Definitely self-care, definitely self-care, you know, I think, and, and I can speak to this too, as a mom, you know, we put ourselves last most of the time. It's always our job, our kids, our husbands, wives that come first, um, bills, our houses. And, and I think that that is, um, a huge mistake on our part. You know, if we take care of ourselves first, then we're going to be able to put more focus into those things. You know, we're not going to 
feel run down. We're not going to have, you know, all of these sicknesses and illnesses and fatigue and sleepless nights, you know, really focusing on treating yourself like you would want to treat anything else, you know, is really important. And, and, you know, we can help with that at Urban Unwind, which is something I've learned since, since starting there and something that I've really come to appreciate. So, so just uh, scheduling that and making sure it's a priority. Definitely. Just making sure it's a priority. Yeah. Doing something for yourself at least once a month, if not more, if you can doing something for yourself is important. That's awesome. Good, good advice. Yeah. So um, as we wrap this thing up, uh, my, I, I told my, my podcast listeners, there'd be a little reward at the end. So um, <laughs> your reward is 25% off a supplement of your choice. All you have to do is mention uh, Megan Geetson podcast for your telephone or in-person orders at the pharmacy and we'll, my staff will gladly take care of you. So Megan, thank you. This has been yes. a pleasure. I, I haven't hey, thank you so much. I haven't had a chance to visit with you for this long in a long time. So it's I been, know it's been so nice. Yes. Definitely have to do that more. Yeah, <laughs> to catch up. So um, yeah. thank, you, thank you. Thank you. And um, yes. And always, thank you for being such a great resource to our community. You know, I can't say enough things about you. My patients can't say enough great things about you. You guys just, you know, hold people up and that's amazing. I think, I think we're, we have the very similar um, ways in how we want to take care of our patients. We want to treat them the way we'd want to be treated and we want to just go and do, do the very best for them. So, yeah. So it's that uh, simple. It's that simple. Great to collaborate. Yeah. So as always, um, be vigilant about your health. As always, be vigilant about your health.